there. Welcome to the Real World NP Podcast. I'm Liz Rohr, family nurse practitioner, educator, and founder of Real World NP, an educational company for nurse practitioners in primary care. I'm on a mission to equip and guide new nurse practitioners so that they can feel confident, capable, and take the best care of their patients. If you're looking for clinical pearls and practice tips without the fluff, you're in the right place. Make sure you subscribe and leave a review so you won't miss an episode. Plus, you'll find links to all the episodes with extra goodies over at realworldnp.com podcast. So today I want to talk to you about the top three survival tips for the first year as a nurse practitioner. I want to set some context though. When you were a student, you went from your preceptor to go see a patient. You'd come back in to see your preceptor, discuss the case and get an okay that you did it right or a correction if it's not quite on the right track. However, when you're a new nurse practitioner, you're on your own for the very first time. There's literally thousands of decisions to make per day. And when you're new, all of those decisions are actually questions. <laughs> so the top three tips that I have, if we're doing a countdown, starting with number three, number three is going to be your resources. So when you have questions and you don't have anybody around, like, is this actually otitis media? Should I treat with antibiotics? Or does this rash need prednisone or is it okay to use topicals? I'm not quite sure, right? Your resources are going to be the things that you turn to to back you up. You need to feel really good about them and you need to be able to trust them that they're really solid. If you don't have that, you're going to end up doing some doctor Googling, which isn't necessarily a terrible thing because it may have led you here today, but it's going to take a lot more of your time to research to find valid resources in the moment, and it's just not that efficient, especially if you're trying to move fast. If you don't have resources that you feel great about, I've made an ultimate resource guide for the new NP. It's free, it's in the show notes of this episode if you wanna give it a download, um, if you haven't already. It's my favorite resources that I use every day, so hopefully it's really helpful for you. One of the things that I found for myself as a new grad and that I see all the time with new grads that I work with and that I talk to you on the internet is that there's this phenomenon of wanting to know all of the things all the time. And so it's almost like oversaturation of resources to the point of overwhelm. So that's why I've really honed these down into the most impactful and helpful ones. Of course, there are, there are tons and tons of options, but those are my particular favorites. So I've done that work for you if you'd like that support. So that's number three is resources. Number two is time. So what do I actually mean by that, right? We, have all, we all have 24 hours in a day, but backing up for a second, when I became a new nurse practitioner, I saw one patient per hour and that was gradually increased over the course of weeks to months up to a full year. I was very lucky to have a full year of getting to full schedule. It really varies from new grad to new grad. There isn't really one set orientation recommendation, but that's typically how that goes. So what's important about time is that we need to check in and see, is this enough time for me? Am I completely overwhelmed? Am I seeing too many patients too fast without enough support, right? Are you completely drowning? Do you feel like you're coming in an hour early, staying two hours late? 
you're still working in the evenings, on the weekends, you never have time off, you don't do anything but work, right? Like that right there is probably a clue to you that it's a bit too much. There's definitely a learning curve and you'll see some of that. If it feels like you're really drowning, I'd recommend talking with your supervisor and having a meeting with them. Basically what you can do is just say, you know, hey, you know, this is how I'm feeling. What can we do about this, right? And they can talk with you about maybe you're seeing too many patients per day to start. Maybe it's too fast of an orientation. Maybe you're seeing really medically complex patients and they can mitigate that by having you see some more straightforward, simple complaints like urgent care visits with a UTI or uncomplicated URIs, things like that. The thing to keep in mind, though, is that the thing that I see for so many new grads is that they don't know what's normal and they don't know what to expect. And they are so, and again, speaking from personal experience, they're so eager to prove to themselves and to their colleagues that they know what they're doing and that they can do this. And so a lot of the times they're reluctant to say anything and they feel like they're lucky to have this job and they don't want to complain. And that's super, super valid. I think one thing that I'd like to encourage you to do, whether you're a nurse practitioner student or you're a new grad, is checking in with other colleagues at your current practice or NP students that you went to school with. Because it's so hard to know if we're overwhelmed because we're new or we're overwhelmed because there's too much on our plate. And it's really hard to advocate for ourselves if we don't know. So I do recommend checking in with either colleagues or friends and having that conversation and honoring your boundaries there because it's so important to take good care of ourselves from the beginning so that we can have a long career as a nurse practitioner. Number three is resources. Number two is time. And number one is having a mentor. If you don't feel like you have this at your current clinic, stick with me for a second. What I mean by a mentor is somebody that has more experience, whether it's a nurse practitioner or a physician or a PA, actually, don't want to leave them out, that you can talk to with questions. So most of the time for new nurse practitioners, those thousands of decisions and questions per day end up being that you're asking these little questions, bits and pieces in between patients throughout the day when someone's available, which is perfectly normal and helpful, right? But it's also, I found myself not wanting to bother people and feeling like such a burden. And so having a mentor for me was so helpful. Basically what I mean by that, it's somebody that you can meet with once per week, hopefully for an hour, if not half an hour, just somebody who's more experienced, like a set part of your week. For me, it was every Friday at lunchtime from 12 to 1, I would meet with a more experienced clinician and we would go through all of the cases that were keeping me up at night that I was really stressed about, all these little nagging questions that I really didn't want to bother people with, but I really felt uncomfortable not knowing what to do. And the reason I'm saying this is because I actually had to ask for this for myself. This was not arranged for me when I was a new grad. And so the reason I asked for this is because another experienced clinician recommended that I ask for this for myself in a very like matter of fact, like, you know what, you're a new grad, you need this. This is, re this is a reasonable request. So 
basically I'm, I'm trying to pass on the wisdom that I received to you so that you have the confidence to ask, hey, you know what? It would really help me to sit down and discuss cases that are keeping me up at night that I'm really stressed about. Is it possible for me to meet with somebody for once a week for an hour to talk about all of those things? And I can't remember actually how long I did that for. It was either six months or maybe even nine months, but it was really, really helpful. And it was just a very plain matter of fact conversation that I had with my supervisor and she was very accommodating for that. Not everybody is going to be as open to that, but it's definitely worth asking because it's so, <laughs> I can't stress this enough. I, I, I have some strong feelings about this because I see over and over again, new nurse practitioners taking jobs where they feel like they're very lucky to have it, but then they're not given the adequate support that they need in the job and then they get burnt out. And I can't stress to you enough how important it is to get the support and self-care that we need from the beginning so that we can stay in this career for the long haul. And it also benefits the clinic for them to retain you over time than it is for you to get burnt out and leave after one year. So it's definitely worth a conversation. Having that solid hour to sit down focus and go through all of those little bits and pieces of cases that were bothering me it was just so life-changing for me and it really boosted my confidence if you have a supervisor who's open to this i would definitely approach them see if it's a possibility uh, whether it's with them another nurse practitioner a physician a pa a do etc a nurse practitioner would be especially helpful because they understand the role transition in a very specific way if you feel like you don't have this, uh, there are a few resources, even if you've had that conversation and it's not going to work out for you, there's a few resources that I found for mentorship if you don't have that option and even advocating for it hasn't helped you. They're actually inside the ultimate resource guide below this episode, so definitely be sure to give it a download. It's also at realworldnp.com guide. You'll also get these episodes sent straight to your inbox every week with notes from me, patient stories, and bonuses I really don't share anywhere else. So definitely be sure to hop on that email list and you will get all of those resources. But yeah, those are my top three tips. So number three countdown is resources. Number two is time. And number one is definitely, definitely mentorship. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll talk to you soon. That's our episode for today. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you subscribe, leave a review, and tell all your NP friends so together we can help as many nurse practitioners as possible give the best care to their patients. If you haven't gotten your copy of the ultimate resource guide for the new NP, head over to realworldnp.com guide. You'll get these episodes sent straight to your inbox every week with notes from me, patient stories, and extra bonuses I really just don't share anywhere else. Thank you so much again for listening. Take care and talk soon.